Sure, they're convenient, but have you ever wondered if toddlers and young children eating, or should I say drinking, pureed food from a food pouch is a smart idea? Well, stay tuned to get Doxmo's answer. Welcome to Portable Practical Pediatrics, a podcast for parents and families, a place dedicated to children and their well-being. And now, direct from Studio 1E in Charlotte, North Carolina, here's your host, Dr. Paul Smolin. Let me paint you a familiar scenario. You're in the grocery store on a Saturday afternoon. The aisles are packed with shoppers stocking up for the week. Your 18-month-old is getting hungry but every checkout line snakes far into the distance. He or she is getting antsy and progressively more upset. You're worried about a full-blown meltdown in seconds. Luckily, you reach into your purse or backpack and pull out a baby food pouch. Crisis averted. Your child is happily eating pureed fruits and greens, and you safely make it through the line and home for dinner. Well, these kinds of situations are all too familiar, whether it's the grocery store or their siblings' dance class or just running errands. Baby food pouches have become an easy, less messy way to carry food that your child will eat while you're on the go. In fact, until recently, sales of baby food in pouches form have skyrocketed since their original arrival on the market in 2008. But while they are very convenient and handy to have, they might not be the best choice for your child. Some pediatricians, pediatric speech therapists, and swallowing experts are sounding the alarm that feeding children pureed food that is not chewed, but rather is sucked down, has a negative impact on a child's ability to learn to chew and swallow non-pureed foods properly. So today, we're going to talk about the pouch predicament that parents face who are raising young children to use or not to use food pouches. Well, no one is going to argue the fact that baby food pouches are convenient and useful at times, but there is more to the story than convenience. And here are a few reasons why baby food pouches may not be the best option for your child. Potential problem number one, excess sugars. One particular concern is the nutritional content of these pouches. Most tend to be fruits, and while this isn't true of all pouches, they have added sugars above and beyond the natural sugars in the foods that are inside the pouches. That's a problem. And when Johnny or Janie drinks their food as opposed to chewing it, the sugars in the food stay in contact with their little teeth much longer than they would if they chewed the food. This situation makes dental decay much more likely with food pouches. So if you do buy some of these pouches, read those labels carefully to avoid any added sugars. For that matter, you should do that with all foods you provide your children. No sense in getting your children hooked on sugar. Potential problem number two, lack of exposure to a variety of tastes. From about 6 to 18 months of age, children are particularly open to new tastes and textures in their foods. Yes, they need repetition, but with repeated exposure, usually there will be acceptance. After 18 months, many children become very rigid about their eating. The time to capitalize on introducing a variety of foods, tastes, and textures is before 18 months of age. 
By relying on pouches, you reduce the amount of variety your child gets to experience in both taste and texture, increasing the likelihood of a picky eater in the future. Just allowing children the opportunity to play with their food and be consistently exposed to new items increases their acceptance of a variety of nutritious foods. They also benefit from watching how the family eats food, the same food that they are eating. How can that happen if the rest of the family is eating real food, but your toddler is sucking on a food pouch? Don't waste this golden opportunity to teach your toddler how to eat textured food just like the rest of the family. Potential problem number three, difficulty learning to swallow food with texture. The last reason is a bit more subtle. Consistently relying on baby food pouches may actually delay your child's development of motor skills that in today's world we call that delay texture aversion or oral aversion, an extreme version of the picky eater. When babies play with their food and learn to use utensils, they increase dexterity in their hands as well as their facial muscles, their tongue, and throat. They learn when and how much to chew and when to and not to swallow. These swallowing skills are the key to your child graduating to more complex food textures as they age. So what are the main takeaways I want you to have about food pouches? Well, these pouches have been around long enough that people like me who care for children are starting to see feeding disorders that are associated with their use. Every parent wants the very best diet for their children, but it appears that food pouches, especially if used often, doesn't fit into that plan. Well, then again, when you need a quick fix, In your busy, hectic lives, an occasional pouch on the fly can be just the ticket, clean and easy. So here's my take. Baby food pouches are better than handing your child a sugary snack or a juice box, but their use shouldn't serve as a primary source of nutrition. I would reserve these pouches, if you use them at all, to emergency feeding in places where your child can't make their usual messes. I think balance is the key. Focus on ensuring that most of your child's diet is made up of fresh ingredients and a variety of real foods, vegetables, and fruits without added anything. Then, on occasion, like when your child is hungry and you're on the move, offer food pouches as a convenient, non-messy, occasional option. Well, that's my take on the new trend of feeding children. Great for baby food sales, but not so good for children. I know that a lot of you will disagree or maybe agree with my point of view. I would love what you have to say and what your experiences have been. Send in your comments and tell your side of the story to www.docsmo.com as a comment to this post. And while you're reacting, if you could rate this podcast where you get your podcasts, we at docsmo.com would appreciate the feedback. This is Dr. Paul Smolin in Studio 1E, hoping that when your little one is becoming a grouch, your first instinct is not to offer a pouch. Until next time. I would like to thank the following people for their assistance in the production of this podcast. Dr. David Jaffe, the voice of the introduction. Robert Beezer, the composer-arranger of the intro music. 
Ann Gesner, my wonderful content editor, Benjamin Smolin and Jerome Moof, the talented musicians who produced this delightful theme music, Sarah Smolin and Nathaniel Horlick for their digital wizardry, and Wendy Smolin Esquire and Seth, the Rocketman Barrister Jaffe, for their inspirational guidance. Thanks, guys. By listening to this podcast, you agree to all of the terms and conditions found at the docsmo.com website. This docsmo.com podcast is informational only. Dr. Smolin does not diagnose, treat, or offer specific medical advice for your child. For specific medical advice regarding your child, consult his or her health care provider.